going on everyone welcome to another episode of the johnny salami podcast uh if you don't know already you can access the podcast through spotify youtube and soundcloud uh you know feel free to like share subscribe uh with that said today's guest eric travers thanks for being here man thank you it's good How's to it see you yeah it's been a another while. person i haven't seen in like five or six years so that's like a common theme with this um but first off how are you man Good, you know, just uh, went to school in Illinois, so I was gone for about five, six years. Yeah, um, and yeah, man, just come back working and just trying to open up a gym. So like, I was looking up uh, on Reddit last night what it's like to be a Division One wrestler, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really figure it out. <clears throat> but you wrestled Division that was Division One, right? Correct. Was it Southern Illinois? It was. So what's that like? Like walk me through that, like um, just like Division One sports in general. Um. Obviously, Cumberland has always been like a powerhouse wrestling um, school. Uh, so we were always wrestling at a high level. But when you think you're at the highest level, there's always a higher level. And uh, college really opened, that, opened me up to that. And, uh, I mean, I always wrestled on a national level even in high school. But uh, we didn't practice or have the competition that we did in mm. the wrestling room we did in college uh, 24-7. So it took me a while to adapt because I had four surgeries in five years. So I didn't wrestle too much as it was anyway. Um, but yeah, man, it was, it was tough. It was a grind. Uh, that's the one thing that separates the kids from the Midwest and the, uh, like Pennsylvania and New Jersey is they're used to the grind and the high level of coaching they have that we don't. Um, that's the big difference when you have division one national, um, champions and all Americans is big difference when those are your coaches. So also like Pennsylvania and New Jersey, are like the powerhouses. Uh, yeah, always. Usually they're always one and two Ohio, Illinois, and, uh, What's a lot of bit California because the state's so big, but um yeah, definitely Pennsylvania, New Jersey's always the bigger ones. Yeah, so you think it's like a huge ge- geographical difference? Oh, big time. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what it, like how it is with most sports though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what was it like like <clears throat> like day to day though? Because like even like uh, I mean I went to Johnson Wales and they were Division three, but like even some of the wrestlers there, it seemed like they had a lot on their plate. Yeah, I mean the one thing that a lot of students, especially like. At a big, not we're not a big division. We're a medium division one school. Um, we had about sixteen thousand students. Um, we get a lot of smoke for uh, what we're given, and basically think that we're just we can do anything we want, which is not the case because we're always on a pedestal. Basically, like if we get in trouble, we get in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Possibly kicked out of school faster than a regular student could. Yeah. Um. But I would like on a Monday, I would have uh, we'd have six a.m. lift. And then I'd have an individual practice after, right after the lift. And then after that, we have practice at 3.30. And then prior to that, you either got to study, go to class, do homework. And then after practice, you got to go do study table hours for your freshman year at least until you get – even if you have like a 4.0 GPA, they, you have to do um, study table hours. And then the following semester, you can get out. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot to do, a lot of community service. Um, basically, anything with like – presenting the school the athletes always got to be there um and i was the captain of the team so like there's just more i had to do as well so yeah what kind of what injuries did you have though uh, i had four shoulder surgeries it was all on your soldier oh shit because you injured that like in high school right yeah my first one was in high school then i had three more in college and then i broke my wrist i had four concussions and then uh i tore my ankle as well what was wrong with it like did your shoulders keep popping out like what was it exactly like uh, I think just instability, honestly, because yeah. I would always come back too fast from surgery. And, I mean, just how my body was built, I mean, it's unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be for me. Yeah. 
It's a fucking gator, dude. Yeah, I try. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, what happened like when you were like transitioning to football, though. Because I remember like someone told me like you were going to play college football, and then like I didn't really know how you felt about wrestling. Like I always knew you were gay, but like <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I someone was like, yeah, Eric's going to play like college uh, football, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I was actually recruited uh, by a couple Division three, Division two schools. Um, because I didn't play that long in high school to really get recognized to do that much. That yeah. much because uh, when we played, we had a powerhouse team and we played half, half games. So yeah. like our stats didn't really um, show like what we can do. And I mean, I wasn't a Mitch Baxter like a Trent where like they've been in football and like their their names are known. I was started my junior year and senior year and that was it. Yeah. Um, do you like it more though? I liked them both. Honestly, I did not want to wrestle in college. Um, cause I didn't have the love for it in high school cause I just wanted to play football and I was big and competing for powerlifting and almost did that professionally as well. So that was another avenue. Um, but, um, yeah, I just, I got hurt. I had that surgery, um, out of high school and took a year for sports cause I, my shoulder just wasn't ready and they weren't giving me as much money to the school I was going to go to. And, uh, I knew I could still wrestle division one. Called back every wrestling school and they all denied me because I never took their recruiting trip because I said, fuck wrestling. Yeah. And then finally, uh, my coach, Colin Smith, he uh, knew the my head coach and gave him a call, sent him a video, won a couple uh, D3 uh, tournaments, open tournaments. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you're ready. So, Jesus, man. That must have been crazy, dude. Like, yeah. Even just getting in like to the same room as like a D1 wrestler, man. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was good. Like I said, we my wrestling club, Northeast Elite. When I was younger, we had a lot of high level wrestlers. Like you know, the twins, Shine Snail. Yeah. Um, they were both. Um, Shy was supposed to be a big Division One guy. School just worked, didn't work out for him. And same thing with Chanel. Um, and then we had other guys that were like junior national champs, junior world champs that were at that club when I was starting that club. So, we uh we wrestled pretty well at high levels. So I was I was kind of used to it and like just like the grind. I was like always. Just, you know, it's mentally tough, so. Yeah, dude, Shy used to come to a bunch of my shows. Did he? And I didn't even know who he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had never met him before, and then, like, one show I saw him, and I was like, oh, you look familiar, man. He, like, he told me he liked me and stuff, and I was like, what are you doing here, man? He's like, oh, I just like comedy. And I was like, Are wow. you sure it was Shy or Chanel? There's two of them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Shy. Yeah? Yeah. Because he lives, because I work with him in, uh, it's close to Boston. Yeah, he works and- on the train station. No, that's Chanel. That's Chanel. That's Chanel. Yeah. Fuck, dude, I fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they're not watching, dude. Chanel's the gay one. He probably likes you because he saw your slimy, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I gotta hit him up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I gotta get in touch again. Oh, PB touch don't hurt. So what is Chanel? What is Chanel? It is Chanel though. Yes, uh-huh. it is Chanel. He works. He works with the uh, the railroad, and then Shy works with me. He's a trainer in uh, a gym in near Boston. Really? Mm-hmm. Who's the one who used to go out to like Hawaii and stuff to visit? Chanel, like- Gwen. Visit Glenn. Yeah, so it was Shy then. Chanel. No, Chanel. No. No, it was Chanel. Oh, dude, no. Now that I think about it, it's because, no, it is Shy. I was right. Because no. Shy told me that Chanel works on oh, the. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Okay, now now I remember. There you yeah. go. No, it was definitely Shy. Yeah, tomato, banana, same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, the fucking, the twins, <laughs> so it's like, and I don't know them that well, but yeah, dude, I remember seeing him at a comedy show and he was like, yeah, like your stuff, man. And I was like, oh, cool, man. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> he was just like, oh, I just love comedy. It's like that's fucking awesome, man. Like, but yeah, dude, I remember like, I don't know. I just like I always knew like wrestlers were like not somebody you wanted to fuck with. So like whenever I saw them, I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna like say anything. Like, not that I would say anything anyway, but like 
I'd probably cry. (laughs) I mean, it's not bad. I mean, everyone has that assumption that, like, that's a thing, especially when you get to, like, higher-level wrestling. But, I mean, yes, like, you're mentally tougher, but just because you wrestled, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously it depends on who you are, but, like, we knew, like, you know, like, their reputation was pretty, like, high. So, like, if someone says, like, yeah, like, I wrestled, like, D1, it's kind of like, all right. Yeah. Probably fuck you up, dude. I just but like, what would, what would happen if like you uh, you wrestled like someone who was like D two or D three? Would you just like demolish them, or would it be? Uh, so again, uh, the difference between D one, D two, and D three is just um, how deep it is. Uh, you can have a stud in D three that could go Division one that just didn't in school or didn't want to like because D one's a grind, dude. Like, don't get me wrong, every every division is a grind, mm-hmm. but D one is <laughs> it's all day every day, almost three sixty five a year, man. I mean, you can get time off. You need time off. You need a couple of days off. But even on your days off, you're still doing mental preparation. You can do light drilling on your own, just like something like real light. But like that's like all day, every day. Um, but not necessarily because, like I said, there's a, bu- a bunch of studs that could, you know, transition. Like we, there's this kid from uh, that went to Nebraska. His name's Isaiah White. He was a D two national champ, like undefeated national champ. But then mm-hmm. he went to Division one and didn't uh, all American his first year. And then he All-American his second year. But, like, he was, like, undefeated. Like, no one touched that kid. When in D1, he didn't didn't even make it to the finals. He didn't even make it to the top three, so. It's like Kamaru Usman, too. He was, like, D2, right? He was D2, yep. Yep. Yeah, the kid was tough. He was tough, in, uh, he was tough in wrestling. But, I mean, when people are like, oh, he beat Tyrone Woodley. He's a Division one wrestler. I mean, it when it comes to cage fighting, it's not wrestling. It's not just wrestling. Like, he, he was a better fighter. Yeah. That's what thing. He beat him in wrestling, but, I mean... He wasn't trying to wrestle. He was trying to stand up, and he just beat his game is all. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, man, I've always wondered, though, just like, I, dude, I tried wrestling once. Did you? <laughs> I tried the Blackstone for, like, I think it was, like, two or three sessions. When? Uh, I think it was... Um, when they first started? At, yeah, it was after my junior year. Okay. And oh, I, I do remember that. Yeah, they needed, like, heavyweights or something, uh-huh. so they came into, like, the weight room. Yeah. And they saw my nice pair of tits, and they were like... <laughs> No, Colin. Colin wanted me to. Mm. I feel like Colin kind of wanted like everyone to, but like, makes sense. Yeah, it's every coach. But then I remember uh, there was one day where I was like, I think you were there. I think I was maxing out. I was doing my test. Remember that? And I was like uh, wicked scared. Yep. Yep. And uh, I think I squatted like three seventy five. Mm. And Colin was like, No, probably wasn't even three seventy five. It was probably like three fifty, something like that. Something not that heavy, and then like Colin was like, like, you know, like, do try four oh five, and I was like, are you fucking insane? Like, dude, <laughs> my my knees will literally fucking snap. And you were like, no, man, like you can do it. And like I remember you specifically being there, and I like went down to parallel, <clears throat> and I was like, there's no way I'm getting this up. <laughs> and I tried going up, and it went down like another inch, and then like my adrenaline just kicked in, and I did it. But I remember uh, then I tried cleaning like. 205 which like back then was like yeah high fucking, was, yeah and i would just use my arms like i didn't even have good form mm-hmm. and like after i cleaned 205 i remember like gordon was watching me and then that's when he like tried to convince me and then i went to uh the club wrestling it's like blackstone he just taught me like three moves and he was like this is all you need to know mm-hmm. but i remember just after one practice dude i was like that's literally the most tired i've ever been in my life it's definitely like I've never experienced anything like that before. Like I run all the time, like I'll do hills and stuff, but yeah. like just going all out for like three minutes. Cause like the first practice I went to, it was live wrestling. And I was mm-hmm. like, I've never wrestled before in my life. 
and we would go like three minutes at a time. So after like a minute, I was like fucking absolutely dead. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, wrestling's obviously the best shape I've ever been in. My, best shape I feel like anyone's gonna be in in their life because even with fighting differences, like you you can't spar every single day. You'll get hurt. In wrestling, you literally you wrestle every single day. You're beating each other up every single day. Like mm-hmm. in college, like if you didn't leave the room bleeding, like you probably didn't wrestle hard enough. Like that's just like the mentality of it. It's just it's just different. Yeah, you still have fucked up ears. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they look better than they used to. Yeah, you remember you that in drained? high school? <clears throat> Did you get them drained? Uh, my mom made me get my right one drained when it first happened in high school. And remember, I wore that little sock thing on my ear because yeah. they, they had to cut me open and try to squeeze it out because it was already hard. And uh, the only yeah. other thing to do is to scrape out your cartilage. And it doesn't make your air, air flimsy, but it wouldn't be as hard as a regular ear. Did that hurt a lot when they drained it, though? Oh, my God, yeah. Man. Yeah. Basically, the procedure he did on me was he was supposed to put me under. And I said, fuck that. I just got out of surgery. I'm not doing any more surgeries. I was like, just do it. And so he gave me just like general anesthesia in the ear. And when he squeezed it, being that where he put it, he put it into cartilage that was already hard. Mm-hmm. So it didn't it didn't do anything for me, maybe for like a couple seconds. Then when he opened me up, I felt everything. I almost really? passed out. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Damn. Were you like in shock because of the pain? Or? No. At first, honestly, it wasn't bad. When I left, though, when I walked out with my mom, I started like feeling like I was getting like... Uh, like I was gonna pass out. I was like, oh, I need to take a seat real quick. Yeah. But yeah, cause I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't lose that much blood to pass out. I think it was more just my body reacting or something. But oh man, that shit. Yeah, I remember I got I got fluid drained from my knee, and I was like, they don't even they didn't really warn me. They were just kind of like, all right, like we're gonna stick this. Like the needle's massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Massive needle, and I was like, I guess this isn't gonna hurt. Like they didn't <laughs> say anything, and like it was so fucking painful. Oh, you feel it. You feel it leaving your body, and it feels like it's getting sucked out of your body. Not even just like, oh, it's just like a hole, it's just like squeezing out. No, that shit is getting sucked yeah. out of your body. It fucking hurts. Yeah, dude, that was wicked painful, honestly. But that was like your transition, though, from like football to wrestling. It was just like, yeah, it's just they weren't giving me as much money. I was going to basically a sixty thousand dollar a year school, and they were giving me a eighty percent scholarship. So like, oh hell yeah, and then. Uh, um they were giving me maybe like a quarter, a quarter of that. So I was like, oh, I can't afford that, yeah. and I don't want to have loans for going to possibly not be able to play football. Because in Division Three, if you get hurt, you're hurt. You don't. You get a gray shirt, mm-hmm. but it's not like college where I can. I had a. You can have an injury year. You can have a red shirt year, and basically, like you still have scholarship. You have athletic scholarship. You in Division Three, you get hurt. There's no really. <laughs> there's merit money. That's it. Yeah, man. Dude, I haven't been injured in so long. Like, I, I don't even know what it's like anymore. I remember back then, like, I always think about my past. I'm like, dude, you should have done something different. But then I think, like, thoroughly, and I'm like, I was injured, like, all the fucking time. Dude. Yeah. My knees were just, like, nutsacks, you know? <laughs> so it was just, like, I was always fucking hurt. And that's, like, that that affected every single decision I made. But now I'm just, I'm nice and lubed up, dude. I'm ready to fucking, I'm ready to fuck, dude. And I just, I haven't been hurt in so long, like, you know. So if your knees are like nut sacks, right? Yeah. If someone kicked you in the knee, would like you get like a throat feeling, a gut feeling? How does that work? If someone kicked me in the knee, yeah, it probably hurt a lot. If someone like inside leg kicked me, I'd probably <laughs> see ya. I'd probably be down. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, you've been uh, you've been doing a little bit of uh, MMA or just like stand up? Um, a lot of orgies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I uh, yeah, just stand up. Nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I'll do comedy at night, so, like, um, 
Do you know uh, Greg Rebello? I do. Yeah. I do. Um, Because I went to Triforce like, for like a week. Mm-hmm. I did the free membership thing. And I was like, uh, none of the classes like I could do with comedy because I'm always like doing open mics at night. So, I mean, I saw Greg there and I was like, you know, I found out he does like one-on-one sessions. So I just started doing that with him and I was like, I'm probably learning like twice as fast right now. Oh yeah, of like, course. You know, so yeah. just kind of tell me how it is. Mm-hmm. And it's a good workout, but I mean, I just do it like for fun. Like I'll do it on the fr- on Friday morning. So I'll, I'll do, uh, you know, I'll do like, he'll hold the pads for me, teach him some stuff for like 45 minutes, which is like pretty long session just for stand up. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just go to work and then I'll go to, you know, I'll do comedy at night. It's like the only thing I can do, you know, yeah. with that schedule, but. Yeah, man. I figured, like, I mean, like, because, like, back in the day, we had a bunch of stuff to do. Like, we had sports all the time. So, mm-hmm. it was, like, you know, always constantly busy. Like, you're not second-guessing things. But now it's, like, you know, you got to find hobbies, man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just figured, like, you know, if I make, like, a shitty joke or something and someone, like, makes fun of me or, like, tries to assault me, like, at least I'll be able to somewhat defend myself. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, you learn a lot, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Plus, Greg fucking kills people. Yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I thought it was the best option, but... No, no for sure. I mean, I think I think everyone should know how to defend themselves. I mean, it's a good feat, and uh, I think it just... Not just, like, knowing how to just fuck someone up, basically. It's just self-confidence. Like, walking around, just knowing you can defend yourself, and just how you walk around, basically, just... You just raise up another level, just mentally. Yeah, so. I've been trying to amp it up a little bit with, like, the... um not the confidence at all that's always going to stay low but like <laughs> in terms of like just exercising and stuff i've been trying to ramp it up a lot more i see that dude you've been doing a lot of like dick ups and uh and like finger ups i'm like that's pretty yeah impressive. yeah i've been doing a lot of probing okay you know what i'm saying oh yeah i got you <laughs> <laughs> little but hook and ladder bud i feel like i don't know man like i've said this before i feel like we're kind of like at an age where like people don't really judge you that much anymore for like you know, like if back in the day in high school or like in college, I feel like if me or you put up a video of us deadlifting, someone would be like, what the fuck's up? What's up with this kid? It's jealousy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But like nowadays, it's kind of like, you know, a little bit more acceptable. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like not that much, but like a little bit. Well, think about it. Now with this coronavirus, everyone's influencer, everyone's a, a strength coach, everyone's a dietitian coach. Oh, everyone, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never put up advice or anything like that. Every one of my captions is like either about... uh you know, like low self-esteem or just mm. like something wicked and mature. So, yeah. But I also, I dude, I honestly, like if I'm being a hundred percent honest with you, this quarantine has made me question like working out in general. Cause like, dude, I've like, I've always like lifted pretty heavy for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I did like, I tried doing like some bodybuilding workouts and stuff, but dude, I just got a pair of gymnast rings mm-hmm. and dude, those things are so hard, oh, yeah. and you can do so much with them. Yeah. So, like, this whole quarantine thing, man, it's, it makes me, like, question what I'm doing with my life, you know? Like, in terms of working out. Yeah. Especially, like, lifting heavy, mm-hmm. you know? Not that I would do it that much, but, like, when you do, I mean, like, it's not like, you know, you're going to have perfect form every time. So. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that I try to tell people and kids, and some coaches don't understand that, is, like, when especially when you're lifting heavy for, like, competition – um, some coaches are like, oh, you can't do it. It's not perfect technique. I'm like, bro, 
You throw 500 pounds on the bar and in your hands, on your back. Yeah, fuck that. Tec- like, your technique could still be pretty good, but if it's, like, above your, like, two times your body weight at least, there's a possibility something might give a little bit. If it gives bad, then, yeah, like, stop. But it's, like, it's not going to be super perfect every time. But, yeah, and it, it kills yeah. you. At the end of the day, you're just dead tired. It takes a lot out of you. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Anytime I've ever maxed out, I've been, like, that's it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it just takes everything out of me. Oh, yeah. And, like, what I'm doing, I'm, like, this, even if I, like, brace right, do it like you know go through like cues in my head and stuff i'm like mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't right well i've seen your form you got the really good hip thrust you know what i'm saying yeah dude, i got that. fucking powerful hips bro <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you breaking backs nowadays Joe? yeah no <laughs> just fingers yeah i've been trying to stretch out the hips a lot mm-hmm. you know like when dudes are like you ever see like a porno like where dudes are like <clears throat> you know like they're straight up mm-hmm. but they got their knees bent yeah Dude, I've never been able to do that. What? Yeah. <laughs> you can't, never been able to do so it. So you can't, like, get on your knees? Oh, I can get on my knees. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know how, like, dudes, like, those, you know, like, have you ever done that hip stretch where, like, um, you're almost, like, humping the ground? Are you laying down? <clears throat> yeah, you're basically on all fours. Okay. And, like, you're literally humping the ground. <laughs> And, like, your legs are, like, you know, you're trying to bring your hips to the floor. Okay. You ever done that okay. stretch? I, I, I Imagine Johnny it. Sins, dude, right? Him and Kiss are going at it. And Johnny's just in straight missionary, but he's mm-hmm. on his knees. Like, he's perfectly parallel. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was going to do that, I'd have to be, like, face down. Like, my hips don't have that mobility. So your hips do lie? Yeah. Okay. She care if he's so mad at you. Yeah. Can you, dude, you can do that? Probably, yeah. Yeah, prob- yeah, you could probably do it, but I think that's my next goal is just to be able, like, to be able to be like perfectly straight up instead of just you know laying down on chicks. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm doing it in general, <laughs> but once the day comes, like I want to be prepared. So what do you do? Like you just lay down on them and they pass out, and then you're like, oh shit, she wasn't even awake. Like how does that work? Um, usually I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick, right? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say that. Uh, no, man. It's been rough, like, the past few years. <laughs> I don't even remember what it's like, dude. Like, I remember, uh, I almost feel like it's back in the day, like, in high school, when you guys were trying to hook me up with, like, fat chicks at parties. Like, you remember that? I remember, I remember one time it was Nevin and Trent. Yeah, I mean, you guys always got, like, girls, and I was just kind of like... You know, I had, like, a solid pair of tits, and you guys were, like, always trying to, like, you know. No, I I think you did better than you thought you did. Probably. Back then, dude, I was doing way better than I'm doing now, but <laughs> I think now I have a little bit more of a, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want, like, a, I don't want to hang out with some boring girl, you know what I mean? No, I feel that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to go to Starbucks and, you know, get, like, a grande macchiato, dude. <clears throat> like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get with, a like, a chick who like lives life on the edge dude hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah like a chick with a full bush you know roll rolls up to starbucks dude asks for like a uh like a grande pussy pop or 350z <laughs> dude and peels out imagine that <clears throat> so dude i mean like i don't know man i'm just sick of like boring chicks mm-hmm. you know like the basic chicks i just like i need someone to spice up my life a little bit you what know? do you define as boring like the same, dude. I feel like so many girls are kind of just like the same. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you've seen it, dude. Yeah, it's Cumberland. Yeah. 
I mean, it's like, uh, I just want some sort of like deviance, man. You know, you want a, you want a bad girl. So you're, oh, you're, dude. so you're I, the good man that wants a bad girl. Yeah, dude. People, people always think like, I want like some, some girl who like, you know, who's going to go to church and like be wicked nice to me, dude. But dude, I've always into, I've always been into like bad chicks. <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Makes it more exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. You trying to feel? I feel. But I mean, but, I I've been out of the game. I uh, I've had a girlfriend for almost six years now. So, six years? Almost, yeah. When'd you guys meet? I didn't even. So when I went to CCRI, we met at CCRI, and then uh, she we didn't we talked for almost seven months. When I went to when I went to Illinois, and um, we were still talking, and she came up to visit me, and then that's when we started dating. Yeah. So, like in October, it was like five years officially, uh-huh. but we already been together for five years and seven months so right now it's like six years something is it boring or is it just no man you gotta you just gotta know how to change it up and how do you just... spice it up though huh <laughs> you said how do you spice it yeah up? how do you spice that up though many ways jonathan many ways give me an example <laughs> oh, yeah because she's watching she would kill me <laughs> no oh, she dude. uh it's just like i mean when you like someone that much like you just gotta have fun you know you just gotta have fun with it just as long as you're yourself with you and her i mean I know what you're saying. And we're both like, she looks like she's like a really, really good girl, but she's actually kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, they all are, dude. That's the thing. It's like. And a good crazy though. Like. Yeah. She like <clears throat> likes to go out. She likes to party. She likes to like just have fun basically. So it's always a fun time. That's, I mean, that's the thing. Like I can, I can see through all of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can see through the grande macchiato. Dude, I can see through that shit. Like you ever see like girls at like a fucking, uh, like a sleepover or some shit. You ever see how weird they are? Yeah, dude. Farting on each other and shit. Yeah, dude. They're just jumping up and down on the bed, like, naked. They're a bunch of guys. Like, throwing eggs at each other. (laughs) 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 I'm just fucking with you. But, like, they always just do weird shit, dude. Like, jump up and down on the bed. Like, listen to, like, Jesse McCartney, dude. You know? What else do they do? They're just being guys, dude. Or Guys just play video games. You ever thought about that? What? Like when girls are with girls and guys are with guys that's hanging out, like are guys being like girls or are girls being like guys? I feel like girls are definitely being like guys. Okay. But at the same time, not really. So then You know what I'm saying? So does that like make us feminine? And like masculinity is just like gone. I mean, if I'm surrounded by a bunch of dudes, like <laughs> you know. It's gonna be like a lot different than if I'm like by myself. Yeah. Because, like, if, I, if I'm by myself, I might be a little more girly. You know, like, look at myself <laughs> in the mirror, dude. Might jump up and down in the bed naked a little bit. Listen to some Jesse McCartney. Uh, but if there's a bunch of dudes around, probably not going to be doing that. I just remembered one story. What? We were at Nevin's house. <laughs> and you were drunk. And after I forgot. It might have been after the championship game. Or I just at Nevin's house, honestly. And uh, me and you were drinking Bud Light Limes. And then you were starting taking shots. So then you got you started getting tired. You passed out, whatever. It is. So you were on the couch, and Nevin made a slide that literally went straight to your nuts and rolled down uh, a full can of beer and smoked you in the nuts. Really? And you get up, you're like, oh. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. They had a video of it for the longest time. I think they it was on Nevin's old phone, so it had to be gone. But, really? Yeah. Dude, I remember Mitch had a party once, and uh, 
we were probably still in uh yeah it was a high school graduation party were you there uh no i don't think so really probably not the fuck are you doing dude i don't know i did a lot of other shit dude. no i think mitch mitch had a uh it was some sort of graduation party and i remember we were celebrating and i know ted you know mitch's dad was yep. walking around with a camera and just filming everything <clears throat> and so was his mom and they were like handing it off and they just wanted to like capture the moment but like by the end of the night like everyone was pissed like cocked you know and dude i remember being so drunk like the, their parents didn't even know like i spoke in general <laughs> and like they were filming everybody right like casually everyone's having like a casual conversation and all of a sudden dude you just see me with two raw cheeseburgers in my hands and i just yell who's gonna suck this cock and like <laughs> dude, they had it on film. <laughs> and uh <laughs> i remember ted was like laughing his ass off because like he had never seen me like spoke like speak before and uh he was cocked too like everyone was cocked oh, yeah. and then the next morning everyone woke up and we watched the footage dude <laughs> so you just see you just see like everyone have like a natural conversation and then they like interviewed people they were like oh, all right like how do you feel about mitchell and they were all like oh mitch is like my best friend you know greatest guy around and then you just saw me with the two cheeseburgers dude <laughs> like right in the middle of the footage uh I remember Mitch's mom was like, all right, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those were some good times, some good parties. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really I didn't really go out too much uh until the end. Even then I didn't go out too much in high school. Cause I worked I worked at three nightclubs starting starting my junior year or end of my junior year. No, you went out a bunch. Uh, Whenever we had like the football parties, you'd yeah, always be there. I would go out. I mean I went out a bunch and uh <laughs> and, uh <laughs> No, so I didn't go out too much. So I went out again, more so near the end, and especially yeah. senior year. Uh, but again, I was always working out at, at a club, so that's why I didn't really hang out yeah. with anyone. Everyone's like, oh, you're just too good to come. I'm like, no, I'm not too good to come to parties. I'm working. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't go out a bunch. I went out a bunch. Do you remember like one of the first times I ever got intoxicated? Like, Was that like a football party and like you were uh... – you were like, I don't even know. I think you looked pretty normal. I don't know if you were drunk or not. I remember I just walked up to you. And someone put on uh, the song Wild Boy by uh, Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> like full volume. Oh, and I just started singing like right in front of you, dude. <laughs> like, I don't it was fucking I don't know. so random, dude. I was just like that drunk. And I think that's like when we met each other. I think he walked away after like five seconds. <laughs> No, you definitely walked away, but I think Joe saw me and just started like laughing his ass off. But oh, I, I like vividly remember that because I was like one of the first times I ever got like, I think that was like one of the first parties I ever went to, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this kid's cool. I'm gonna go fucking show him what's up." Yeah. Well, the first time I got stupid drunk was at a football party. It was at Nevin's house. Yeah. And they just kept handing me everything. I just kept drinking it, and oh my god, I passed out. I was done so within like I don't even know. I remember me and Nevin ran like. Eight or ten games of beer pong. After that, I was already trashed. Then he brought out hard liquor. At first, I was fine, but then he brought out hard liquor, and I died. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was it. Those are the days, man. I know. I know. Um, That's all you can really think about, too. Like during quarantine, mm. you start to think about that stuff. Yeah. But like now, I mean, like with personal training, like what's uh, what's up with that? I mean, you are are you like a certified personal trainer? Yeah, Whatever so that means. I didn't uh, I didn't get my CSCS because I don't need it. Uh, yeah. CSCS is more so 
Yeah, think that's so, overrated. Oh, 100%. It's so the one of the, it's the stupidest test that everyone technically needs to take. It's the yeah. stupidest thing. It's literally. I mean, it's great if you're starting, you don't know it and you're right out of college and you don't know if you want to be a strength coach or not. Like it's a good test to have. Like just basically it's college classes just in a little test, not as much, not in more in depth. Um but it's so dumb. But for me, uh with training, I train uh I'm a coach at Mike Boyle Strength and Conditioning. It's in Woburn, Mass. Um, but I'm going to transition, I'm going to transition out cause I'm going to start my own gym. So that's the one in the industrial building that you're going to start. Yeah. in Blackstone. So Blackstone, the wrestling club. Yeah. Um, there's like a, a 15 by like 50 ish rectangle space of, uh, already like a gym kind of, and I'm just going to basically take that part over myself and, uh, just put more equipment in there and start up my small, <laughs> small groups. Wait, it's 15 by 50. Yeah. Holy shit. Is that kind of narrow, or you think that's enough space? Oh, it's plenty of space. Really? Oh, yeah. Yep. You going to put, like, some turf down, or? Uh, So, there's a room next door. So, when you walk down the hall of that room, mm-hmm. there's a door you can open, and then there's another hallway that we don't have yet. Um, In the future, when I start um, getting clients and getting paid, and we can just, you know, just kind of marry ideas, uh, we definitely want to try to get that other room, then make that, a, like, a turf room and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so... And uh, also make locker rooms back there because we don't really have locker rooms. It's not really girl friendly because um, it's, it's a guys club. Basically, we have a couple girls that wrestle and they don't really care how the bathrooms are. But it's basically one one bathroom, one urinal. But you can lock it if a girl went in there so that she can go in alone. But besides that, it's it's a guys facility now. But which, again, we want to change. So sexist. I can get what <coughs> my sexist? sexist. No, it's not sexist. <coughs> what a. So what like what goes into like a training session though? So if someone like me, you know, if I come up to you and I'm like, "What's up, dog? Looking for a personal trainer?" Like, what are you gonna say to me? I first thing say is like, "What are you looking for?" So we could just talk about it. Cause obviously I would say yes, but I just we'd have to talk. We'd have to have a consultation of like what you're looking for. Do you do like a consultation? Do you do a, do a free consultation or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Measuring out limbs and shit. No, so consultations basically you sit, you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so what do you do? Uh, in the beginning, I'm gonna do free consultations, like full con. So a consultation that can be anywhere from 30 minutes of just talking what you want, or it could be a full hour of talking what you want, and then basically like you sign papers saying yes, I'm gonna do it, and then I get measurements of whatever tests <laughs> that I need to do. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so funny. <clears throat> so just uh, an hour, half an hour to an hour. Yep. Just talking about like life goals. Basically. So like a lot of people are probably like, yeah, like I want a six pack. Yeah. More like than that. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Because I mean, like, dude, a lot of personal trainers I know like charge a fuck ton of money. I mean. For nothing. When you're a small business. Oh, so the problem with strength and conditioning realm is there's a lot of personal trainers that get like a week long certification. And they just, they know everything. And then, the, like, my girlfriend, she went to a personal trainer with her friend. She paid $100 an hour for for four sessions. The guy had no – he had a week-long certification, had no idea what he was talking about. And for uh for warm-up, he's like, oh, just jump on the treadmill for 10 minutes. And they're like, okay, what do we do after that? Oh, I'll just do, like, 25 jumping jacks. And then after that, they gave him the workout. They did – he made them do all, all posterior chain, which is obviously the back, and literally lunges, squats, Hip thrusts, uh, squat holds, and calf presses. 
all lower body exercises because they're girls. Because he said, you know, usually girls want a bigger butt, so I just make all girls do that. I'm like, yeah. Dumb. Meanwhile, you got chicks benching 250. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with straight boners. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. Man, do you, so you don't get like a lot of girls with like fluorescent leggings who like bend over in front of supermarkets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't get any of those chicks? No, I don't get any of no. those chicks. Not that, not, at least not yet. What kind of, you get like a lot of like athletes then? Like a lot of dudes? Yeah, we, so at the gym we have, uh, that I work at, uh, we just got ranked number one gym in the country. Um, how does that work? How does that work? Yeah, like what ranking agency? Honestly, I have no idea. Yeah. It was we got rated number one in two magazines, um, in the Men's Health and another one. Oh, I really? Had, men's Health? Yeah. They rank gyms in that. Yep. Oh yep. shit. I think it's like a top fifteen, top twenty-five. Um, but again, there's a difference between strength and conditioning and personal training. Yeah. Um, again, personal training is one-on-one sessions, basically training someone. Strength conditioning is the same thing, but there's just a lot more education towards it and behind it. Like, there's a lot more philosophy and understanding exactly how the body is working with all the way from conditioning, like, from the inside of the heart, pulmonary, uh, all the way to just, like, deep intrinsic and stability muscles um, for all complexes of your body. So, it's just a deeper understanding. Just basically, like, obviously, I went to school for five years. So <clears throat> Yeah, so what, like, strength and conditioning would be considered, like... Those videos that like athletes put up on YouTube of like their workouts and stuff. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Because it's very, um, it's very like, so when you train athletes, especially um, where it's the difference is we always have to make a needs analysis. And what that is, is basically the needs and demands of a sport that you're specifically trying to train. Um, and then you go from there and then you know, you know how to prep it from basically, let's say from off season training, um, <laughs> preseason training. <laughs> And then uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about you as a fucking yeah. trainer. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, uh, definitely not as dumb as I look. I'll tell you that. No, but no, that's, that's that's my that's my go-to every time. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you know that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not as dumb." Oh as no, I, look. I know you're fully capable of being a trainer. Like you, your body literally says, "Like yo, I'm a physical trainer," which is why it's hilarious because I can see someone like me going to a session and just like fucking ruining it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> like dropping the bar on someone or some shit. <laughs> Dude, you know what's messed up? So just going to uh, legalities for like uh, opening up the gym. Uh, we literally anything you think of that's like common sense because common sense is not so common anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to like put it on the wall at the gym. Basically, like I have to make a big list of saying, "Don't drop weights on your head on purpose." Or if I'm not talking to you, or if I told you not to do something, you do it. Then that's on your on your own. Dude, uh, don't you put your finger in a, in a plug. Like you got to put that shit on the wall. Dude, can you imagine that though? dropping a barbell on your neck like have you heard the stories of people like dying from that yeah the guy that dropped 500 pounds on his or on his chest and and broke his ribs and punctured his lungs yeah yeah no i've heard about i think there was like a usc player they had it on football player yeah 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 now his voice all fucked up like he lived but dude a bunch of people die from that and i just like can't even process that like imagine going for a max out bench and your spotters just not paying attention which kind of makes sense like honestly like Mm -hmm. if you think about the people who've spotted you in the past yeah there's not paying attention, boom, right on the neck, dude. You internally bleed to death. Holy fuck, dude. Yep. That would scare the shit out of me. Dude, I'd rather dump like 600 pounds squatting than do that. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't scare you because you wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've done 500, but I would never do 600. I wouldn't even try to do 600. Yeah, I'm... I'm that wouldn't that wouldn't give me anything. I ain't going past 180. <laughs> <laughs> would you even try that, though? Like... A 500-pound bench? No, squat. 
Oh, I have I've done a 500 pound squat. I mean, 600, not 500. Uh, I've never, no, I've never been able to, no. Yeah, like I wouldn't even think about going that heavy. Uh, when I was competing, yeah, I was definitely trying. <clears throat> I feel like I just shake so much, it probably just dumped the bar. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Nah. Like if my adrenaline was going and everything? I think you're plenty strong enough. That's why I told you to do the 405 pounds. Yeah, I almost died. I could have died that Dude, day. Dude, I, so now that you speak of that, now I'm rethinking it. Uh, I remember why I said to go 405, because you literally went 350, and it looked like it was your warm-up set. That's why really? That's why they told you to go 405, yeah. Yeah. And well, then, the the uh, main reason I went to 405 was to get to the 850, because that would have been 750. Because mm-hmm. we did the total, remember? Yeah, it was uh, bench, clean, and squat. <clears throat> yeah, so you totaled the bench. I don't know if like nobody knew how to clean and jerk, so it was just no. it was just bench, power clean, and then squat. So, and then you had like six fifty club, seven fifty, eight fifty. And I remember being in seven fifty, and Colin was like, "If you do four or five, you can be the first person ever to be in the eight fifty club." And I was just like, "All right, man, I guess I'll try it." Mm-hmm. But dude, I remember that squat vividly, and I remember like being like, "This is literally the end." Like my <laughs> fo- my, I was doing. I mean, it it would like if we videotaped it. Like you ever videotape something, it looks great, mm-hmm. but like internally, it's just like a nightmare. That's probably what it was like, honestly. No, it wasn't that bad. Because I remember I went down, got to parallel. I was like, "All right, we're going back up, not going back up." <laughs> Drop down a little bit and use the balance a little yeah. bit, and then like, I was just like, "If you don't get this up, like it's it's over. Like you're done." <laughs> I was gonna come over and help put a thumb up your butt to make you shoot up, but oh, dude, that would have you should have put your thumb up my my ass like previous to even doing the set. That would have yeah. got me going. Okay. I'll do it next time. I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just crazy to think that, like, for me, uh, well, you're a year younger than me. Yeah. What you, you graduated 2014? Uh, for me, it's already, what, uh, almost 10 years out of school for you. Again, it's coming up on 10, too. It's been 10 years. No. Not yet. Because you graduated in twenty thirteen, uh, twenty fourteen. It's been six for you. It's been seven for me. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. It's just like um, I think it's because we're in quarantine. We're probably thinking about it too much. <laughs> yeah, nothing else to think about. Yeah, it's nothing else to think about. You just want to think about something different rather than work, school, working out, and just just do something different. So. I always think about like if my life was better previously or now. Like I can't figure it out. So I think that everyone's life is currently slightly better so they can actually realize things they need to do in their life. And they've got a lot of people have gotten stuff done they haven't had time for or thought they didn't have time for while they're working. And they, there's no excuse now not to do anything. Um, so I think people are finally feeling like, I don't know, fulfilling people's lives almost. You know, just, just again, just make it better and more family time. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, depending on the family, I don't know. Yeah, I think people are just getting more creative. Oh, yeah. Like I just bought a bunch of tires, dude, to work out with. <laughs> I saw that. That yeah. shit was dope. Yeah. <laughs> you just bring them everywhere in your car? You yeah, I went on a, I was just thinking. I'm like, dude, like I can't lift. Like The gyms are going to be closed for a while. Mm-hmm. Like People thought it was just going to be till the end of April, but it's probably going to be into June. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I just got wicked creative. I went to a Lowe's, bought a steel pipe, two connectors for it, and I was like, what can I put on this? And I was like, oh, like tires, you know? I went on Craigslist, found, like, the heaviest tires possible, which I was lucky to find, like, because they're, like, 50-pound tires versus, like, a regular tire, probably, mm-hmm. like, 20, 25 pounds. And then I went to uh, I went to Diamond Hill State Park, uh, went over by the baseball field in the cage, and I was just, like, I was literally trying to clean <laughs> both tires up 
just so I could squat. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, it's too heavy. But then I have the gymnastics rings. So I was like, oh, I'll just hang them from the gymnastics ring. And that was a fucking pretty, like, good setup. I could actually, like, yeah, I felt good about myself after doing that. But, dude, I'm telling you, those gymnastics rings, like, I will watch probably 20 YouTube videos on just dudes who just do that, just calisthenics, and mm-hmm. they're all fucking ripped. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, just... it might be marketing, but. No, I mean, it's different. I mean, when you're doing calisthenics, you're constantly doing high volume because if you're not doing weight, you need some sort of like excessive load, which would now be volume. Yeah. So number of sets, reps. Um, so that you're never really going to get heavier per se. You're just going to get real strong, you know, for your body. Yeah. So. What I've noticed is like, cause I've got a decent pair of tits. Um, when I do dips on those things, like I'm shaking and that actually gives me, out? yeah. Like I'm, I'm like trembling because I'm like not you know stable enough. What does it look like when you shake? I have a few videos. If you want to add it to the spank bank, <laughs> is it more like a or a? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, one like is when it? She, when you're about to come, and she tells you not to come. <laughs> Your eyes up and flickering. Uh. <coughs> but yeah, that, <coughs> that gives me a good workout, dude. I'm shaking. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Just can't fucking handle it. You know. <laughs> 20 bucks though, dude, 20 oh, bucks for those fucking rings. Can you imagine that? That's why I'm like, why am I paying for a gym membership? I can just fucking squat tires and shit mm-hmm. and do gymnast rings for the rest of my life, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, necessarily people think you need to go to gym. You don't need to go. I mean, a lot of people go to a gym because they don't have the motivation nor the uh, aspiration to do it themselves. They need someone to push them yeah. on, or some people just don't know what they're doing at all and want the help. And I mean, as a fitness professional, it's like. A lot of people will never say, oh, I want you to train with me until you don't need me anymore. I mean, that's my philosophy. Like, if I can get you to do everything on your own without needing me, unless you want to keep coming to me, which is obviously great for me. You can make me more money. But if you can do it on your own, that's that's my goal. So, Yeah, it is it is hard for, like, you know, to push yourself. But, I mean, I've had, like, workout partners, and they definitely help a lot. But, like, every trainer I had is, like, every trainer I've had is, like, pretty slow. What do you mean? Like, they take things, like, a little too slow for me. Uh, I gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, you have, like, what, like, 45 minutes to an hour for a session? Mm -hmm. And we'll do maybe three exercises with no weight. And then they charge you, like, 120 bucks, and you're like... Where are you going that charge you 120 bucks? I'm not going to name names, but... um, Yeah, man, it's like... Everywhere, I like, I've... Dude, I went to... um, I'll give you one example. I went to the local gym, so four-court um, racquetball and fitness club because mm-hmm. they've had a gym there that I've gone to most of my life. I don't go there anymore, but I remember, like, I've always had a problem when I squat. I don't know if anyone else has this, but, like, when I squat, a problem that I've had is, like, I'll always lean to my left mm-hmm. and my this foot, so my left foot will be straight and my right foot will be kind of like this, like outward, right. like yeah. a 45-degree angle. And I'll, like, lean towards my my left side. I don't know. It's probably just because of, like, my knee injuries and stuff like that. Oh, 100% overcompensation. Yep. Yeah. It's probably your, uh, this leg stays straight. Yeah. Your your left hip dominant dominant probably right now. And that, the weight overcompensate because of weakness and stability in your knee and probably your hip complex. You have to rotate out because then yeah. you're more stable because you don't have lateral stability right now. Yeah. So, like, this, I have enough internal rotation in this hip. Yep. This hip's, like, externally rotated pretty mm-hmm. bad. And uh, I remember, like, one day at the gym, I, like, I saw the, uh, you know, the personal trainer there. She was a woman. Um, 
and I, I, I was just asking her a bunch of questions about stuff, and, like, she obviously, like, she sold me on it. She's like, yeah, like, I can, I can fix you up and stuff. Boy, she make you worse. <laughs> no, I mean, she charged me $90, which I don't think is that much. No. It's really not. for me, I'm going to charge 85 for personal, because yeah. um, it ranges anywhere from 60 to 120 yeah. 120 they're they've been established for a while hopefully yeah. uh, or they're a new gym uh trainer that just you know oh i see someone else charging 100 i'm gonna do it 100 too yeah like it makes i think 90 is fair but i think it depends what you're doing like i think <clears throat> i don't know if she actually knew what she was talking about and the only reason i could tell is like anytime a trainer says something universal i just like i just want to walk away you know like if someone like if a trainer is like yeah like Everyone should squat with their toes forward. I'm like, I got to go. Yep. You know what I mean? So, like, shit like that. Like, she was saying shit like that. And I was just like, ah. Like, she said it, like, halfway through the session, though. So, I was like, it's kind of late now. So, she's probably, she, honestly, if that's the case, she probably is, literally only does missionary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's universal. That makes sense. Yeah. But, like, there's probably so many trainers out there that are like that, though. Hold on, time out. You need to go back to this trainer. And you need to talk to her. Because she probably does, like, insane missionary, has a bush, and lives on the edge. She was pretty hot. Does she live on the edge? I don't know. I don't think so. Cause she drives a, uh, I think she drives a Subaru Forester, so. Forester. Mm. Definitely has a bush. Yeah. She definitely has the bush. 90% has the bush, but in terms of living life on the edge, like, she might be missing that aspect. I mean, dude, she's training, like, at that gym, she's training, like, 80 to 90 year olds hmm. like every session might be their last session <laughs> i'm not even kidding dude oh, some of the goodness. oldest people i've ever seen yeah and that's why i'm upset like i did it because like i would see her training these people and i'm like don't get me wrong like they're old people but just like why are you even training them like you're just literally that should be illegal like you're taking money from old people <laughs> and dude they're literally they have like two pound dumbbells in their hands and they're just flat like flailing their arms like hmm. literally dude I was like, is this, like, improv? Like, what the fuck's going on right now? Are you playing charades? Like, what's going on? And, uh, yeah, man, paid her 90 bucks, and we went through, like, literally everything that I'd already been doing. And then she said, yeah, like, everyone should squat with their feet, you know, their toes pointed forward uh, with a wide stance because my stance was narrow at the time. She was like, yeah, you you know, it's a no-go. But there's plenty of people who have, like, a narrow squat stance, dude, you know? So, I don't know, man. I've never really had, I've never had, like, luck with any trainers, like, just because of that, like, universal thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So they'll take, like, like you just said, so, like, you have, like, your needs and analysis, and then you'll, like, try to, you know, approach the issue. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of trainers, they just have, like, this universal set of exercises that they're going to do regardless of what's wrong with you. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my, my fucking ankle is fucked. Like, I've, you know, I've damaged it like six different times and I'm trying to, you know, mobilize it. And they're like, all right, like, you know, let's work on your, uh, let's work on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's fucking depressing, man. So. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. That's like, uh, for where we train, we, uh, everything is basically uh, rehab based as well. Because uh, both my mentor in college, I did 800 hours in, in our weight room in college. He was uh, pre-physical therapy. And then the guy I work for now, he's a, was also a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. So we have rehab-based uh, warm-ups and um, basically stability work. Um, so we're basically like physiotherapists. We 
train athletes to obviously being a better athlete, but we also know how to uh, correct, not to the fullest, but we know how to correct and uh, and just see problems and just like know how to basically fix them. Yeah. And again, it, when I say fix them, I don't mean like, oh, you're going to be 100% better, but definitely like we'll get you better to be able to play and to feel comfortable and not be in pain and possibly yeah. not re-injure <clears throat> or get injured. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it takes time, too. Like, that's the thing. Is like, it's not like I'm, I'm impatient. Like, I, like, I'm not going to be like, all right, one session, like, I should be fixed. Like, I know it's going to take, like, at least, you know, like, a few years, maybe. Hmm. Well, maybe not that long, but, no, yeah. I mean, for what I have, maybe, like, half a year, maybe a year. Yeah, well, like it all, it's, it's not even a timetable, honestly. It just depends on the degree of what you have and what you need, honestly. And yeah. it could be maybe in a couple of months you honestly start feeling better or even in like a month just doing the right things will it ever be 100% no your 100% might be someone else's 85 90 but yeah. that's injuries so yeah what is that like so like if you're doing a session though like do you ever get like really intense though like fucking amber you know ramp up the music and like let it rip Beyblades? Oh, again so so it all it all has to vary on the person like i i can have a group where they're like oh you know like monotone music like this is what i like to work out to like okay and then dude, we're, you're gonna have people that are like dude let's bang our heads off the wall let's smash bars and oh, like then you have those people too so it just depends dude that's fucking that's dude i wish i had a barn gym yes dude i said the same thing dude, to my girlfriend i almost day. i almost bought a barn swear to god dude. <laughs> where would you put a barn exactly dude i have like these wicked weird thoughts man like well it's not even a weird thought like who the fuck wouldn't want a barn gym dude like, you ever see those CrossFit gyms and, like, you know, that they have, like, down south or whatever? I mean, not necessarily down south, but, like, the CrossFit, like, the, all of them have, like, a barn gym of some sorts, like, rich froning and shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, imagine having one of those and just, like, a subwoofer system. That'd be sick. Dude. I'd, oh, my God. I'd, I'd have no hearing. I, my ears are basically closed anyway, so it would be working out. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it would cost really that much. A barn? Yeah. Probably not. It, it would be more of a shed, like, more of a shed gym. Yeah, because in a bar, there's not much ele- uh, electrical in it, nor plumbing, unless you have a bathroom in it. Yeah, and I don't even know. That, I don't work. even know. I probably put some lighting out there, but like in terms of like... The spotlight. Yeah. Every time of, you lift and final countdown, every time you do a rep. In terms of heating, like obviously I wouldn't be able to heat it up. <clears throat> so like <clears throat> the not? winters would suck. What? I think the winters would suck out there, but... In the Midwest? No, if you had a fucking barn gym. You would have to get heaters. You think so? Yeah. Why? Why? You so it don't... <laughs> don't get cold. <laughs> that'd be si- that'd be sick though. If it was cold, like thirty degrees out, if you're still out there, mm-hmm. just gotta warm up a little bit. Yeah, that's it. What would you put in your barn gym though? What would I put in my barn gym? Yeah, like what would be like your typical gym? I would definitely have a power rack. Um, I don't necessarily lift in the rack all the time. I don't do back squats really anymore. Um, really? No. <clears throat> Why not? A lot of unilateral stuff, single leg stuff. Um, just. Because when you have overcompensations, like you want to be able to unilaterally do stuff. Again, sorry, I'm talking stupid. Um, you want to do stuff single leg um, so that you can fix your basically overcompensations and just like it's just more stability, um, especially when you're unstable. Yeah. And yeah, that's why I do a lot of single leg stuff. I'll unilateral stuff unless like for me like i get some random goals like all right you know i want to beat my max bench i've ever had i want to beat my max deadlift i ever had but i just i don't know i just don't have any aspirations to back squat anymore front squat though i do like front squat front squat's hard dude yeah what else would you put in the gym though i would put in uh free weights kettlebells uh i would definitely have rings uh we have rings at our work we love the rings um probably wrestling mat half cage um 
I'd definitely put in turf, a little bit of a sled maybe. No, not maybe. I would definitely put in a sled. And maybe like some like Ninja Warrior shit where it's like just like grip work where I climb up the wall or climb Climbing up the stairs. <clears throat> Have you ever used one of those assault bikes? Oh, yeah. Oh, how could I forget? I would definitely put an assault bike and a woodway. You know what a woodway is? The climber thing? The curved treadmill. It's like oh. a manual curved treadmill. Yeah. Are those expensive? Oh, yeah. They're like three, $4,000. You think they help, though? Yeah, it's uh, 30% harder than a regular flat treadmill. And it's um, it doesn't allow you to, basically on a treadmill, you can actually like basically not lose your gait, I would say, but it's a, a very unrealistic gait. Because it's like doing the work for you. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily doing the work for you. There's nothing. There's like almost no adversity of running on a treadmill. Like you just run straight and it's flat. Where when you're running outside, there might be a little hill, a bump, and that curved treadmill just allows for like more like flexion of your ankle and just like just it's just harder. It's basically not like like running outside, but it definitely complements it a little bit better. I heard it helps you form though. What's that? I heard the uh, like the. The curved treadmill, like I heard it helps your form? Um, not necessarily. I mean, it forces you to definitely be in a better form, and uh, you can't keep your foot back, because if you keep your foot back, you're going to go for a ride. So it allows you to, like, I wouldn't say run faster, but, like, you have to keep running through stride. And on a treadmill, like, you don't necessarily need to do a perfect stride every time, where on a woodway, like, you got to figure out your stride and stick to your stride, because you can fall off it. So Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Damn, bro. What if you had bitches falling off that? <laughs> Dude, we actually had a heavyweight in college. He was sprinting on it, and we were supposed to like run at like a, a little bit over a jog, and he was sprinting on it, and he couldn't find his feet. It literally looked like a movie. He went forward right over the right. He did like a front flip over the sidebar, yeah. smoked his head on the bottom of it, got up, punched the thing, and he said, you made me fall. He looked at the, <laughs> at the treadmill and said, you made me fall. Jesus Christ. Yes. Dude. That's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> he was a heavyweight? He was a heavyweight. Damn, bro. Out he in was. Illinois? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, what time you got to get out of here? Um, we can go for like another five, ten minutes if you want to. I yeah. I got time now. But yeah, I just, uh, just got to be out by... At least like eleven on five, just give myself to get time to go back, do a couple of FaceTime interviews or uh what do you call it, meetings and then a Zoom call. So Oh shit, you use Zoom? Yeah. We use Zoom for uh for work. Uh all our meetings are through Zoom. Uh when I do when I talk to kids that especially like my wrestlers or just like clients that I've had that uh just need help with stuff right now, I just Zoom call FaceTime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up with you just like being off the grid though? Um uh, I just that I once I got back from school I got real busy, I got real yeah. busy and uh, I'm just trying to not have to do much work after I'm 45. I'm trying to make it up there. So I mean I've been putting in a lot of work that you know people aren't willing, people aren't willing to do that I do every day. I work. I mean when I came home I was working uh, nearly four jobs, working seven days a week for almost six months straight, um, and I'm just trying to get to the highest possible potential i could possibly get to like how, how many hours a day would you say you were working a week i was working anywhere from uh so you said a day but anyways in a week i was working anywhere from 60 to 70 hours or more those sometimes. are big numbers hmm? those are big numbers so yeah. four jobs though yeah so i was um 
because when I first, the gym I work at now, I was an intern. I interned for the six months, zero pay. Then I was doing construct. I did uh, general contracting during the day and then go to the gym. Um, then some, some days when I wasn't doing general contracting, I worked with uh, doing signs with another guy. Um, I used to coach his kids. And then I also coached wrestling on Sundays. So, mm-hmm. so I did. I was doing a lot. So that's why. Yeah, but that's I like all home. stuff you enjoy, though. So the days. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You must have like not been going through that much stress unless you didn't get enough sleep. No, no, it wasn't. Um, where it just affected me basically most part because I, I like to lift all all the time basically. Um, but so I was just too tired. I would lift, but it's like more so like it was just more stay maintaining. Um, yeah. Rather than getting strong, lifting for a goal, getting faster, jumping higher because I was just too tired. So. Yeah, at least you're doing what you like though, dude. Mm. Like I, I think everyone who knows you could probably see that you're going to do something in like terms of athletics, but a lot of people don't follow through with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 dude. I got to figure it out, man. I got to get, <laughs> I got to get into something. No, I think you'd be alright. I mean, you're on, you're on a good gig doing this stuff now and uh, trying to figure that out, and you just got baby steps. Yeah. A lot of the time, though, I think about just, like, working on a farm or some shit, you know? Having, like, a wicked simple life. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be that simple, though, honestly, if I worked on a farm. No, it's not. Probably be really hard, actually. I worked uh, I worked in a barn at school for one of our athletic trainers. A big barn. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, moving haystacks and shit? Uh, I didn't move hay for him, because he only had he had a two quarter horses and one full horse. Um, and a quarter horse is, like, a, a pony. A small horse. Um, but I would shovel shit. Uh... I leveled out trees so he could build another barn. I'd cut up wood for him, stack logs. He had a man-made lake. I'd tend to that. Uh, trim trees. I would do all that stuff for him. And then in the barn, like uh, besides shoveling shit for taking care of the horses, we'd just clean the fences, make sure the water's good all the time. And he had yeah. chickens as well. So just making sure the other animals weren't coming to kill the chickens and make sure there's no holes. Because, there's dude, animals will literally dig. We found a hole that was almost three feet under the fence mm-hmm. because he dug the fences under on purpose yeah. because animals will dig as far as they can to get to these damn chickens it's insane dude that's fucking crazy so. yeah man i thought about working on a farm and then i like actually like realized like it's probably one of the hardest jobs it, it, oh it's 100 percent manual labor 100 percent. yeah there's there's no relaxing i mean then but i loved it though it's great yeah it wouldn't even be like for relaxation to just be able to say like yeah dude i got fu- i got a pony dude you know, like I got chickens. Yeah. Imagine having chickens, dude. Whoa. Dude, they have, it's the best eggs. It's the yeah. best eggs. Fresh I've also eggs. thought about just working at like a, uh, like a flower shop. One of those large, like industrial flower shops, dude. Mm-hmm. Have a bunch of biddies come in. Be like, you want to know what the lilacs are? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's such an easy life, dude. Dude, honestly, when you said flower... I don't know why the first thing I thought of was like all-purpose flour. <laughs> I'm like, why do you want to work with all-purpose flour? <laughs> fucking, <laughs> yeah. damn, bro. No, I got you. Nah, that would suck, dude. You yeah. ever seen flour break? What? Flour, like actual flour. Have you ever seen it break? Like yeah. the bags? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just a mess. Dude, I used to work in Market Basket, and they'd have those piled up in the back. And I remember I tripped, almost broke my ankle, and then ripped open one of those things. And it just went fucking everywhere, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, even if I had, like, a physically demanding job, like a manual labor job, dude, like, I'm so bad with that stuff. Why? Like, I did general contracting uh, in high school over the summers with, like, Piz's dad. And, okay. uh, cause, like, he owns his own business. Mm-hmm. 
and I would like help him out and pretty much just be doing like bitch work. Yeah. And like, dude, we did, uh, we painted this house in Bristol and I ended up like painting one of the garage doors, like the wrong color. Like, <laughs> dude, I was just like, and I was just like dry painting the whole house. Like I was not doing a good job. And, uh, just things like that, man. Like I was never really good at like anything construction wise, dude. Dude, it sounds <laughs> like you didn't get enough direction. How did you paint it the wrong color? Oh no, he definitely told me like to paint it like a specific color. Um, I think he said like I think he was like yeah man like paint this you know with primer like before we end up painting it, and I just grabbed the regular paint, <laughs> and uh, I was just being so fucking stupid, dude. But like stuff like that, like I'm. Dude, my biggest problem with construction is I literally laugh my ass off, like half the time on the site, just thinking about different shit. <laughs> like what? Just like the dumbest shit, dude. Like something falling, like something breaking, anything. Like that. <laughs> uh, the fun- dude, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. We uh, the first like time I ever worked for him, we were doing work on my house, so mm-hmm. we we're doing like the deck outside and stuff. And uh, <laughs> we were digging the holes for the actual deck. So mm-hmm. we're using like one of those fucking... Post you know, hole diggers? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so basically there's like a jackhammer with fucking, you know, things like wicked intense. So you're digging with a jackhammer? <clears throat> I don't know if it was a jack... It was literally just one of those like... Post hole diggers. Post hole diggers, yeah. yeah. But like, you know, like fucking spins and shit and like... Oh, the ones you hold and... Yeah. Uh, it's uh, like an... Uh, well, uh, auger Something like that Something like that dude I had no idea What the fuck I was doing It was like Alright John Like you're turning To dig a fucking hole <laughs> I'm like I'm already laughing dude Cause I'm thinking about Like what's gonna happen Cause like I saw him And he was literally Just like shaking The whole fucking time And like dude Fucking There's so many rocks Like you're just Bashing like these Massive boulder rocks And shit I'm fucking Pissing laughing already And then it was my turn And like I literally, I think I was doing it for like three seconds. He was like, all right, John, stop. Like, I got I to gotta get this rock out or whatever. So he goes down to literally take out the rock. And I accidentally just fucking rip it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was just like, ah, oh, dude, I don't know. But I fucking laughed so hard when that happened. Like, I can't even explain how hard I laughed. I remember his dad, too. His dad would get pissed, too. Okay. He was, like, so good with us, though, in terms of, like, safety. Hmm. Like, I remember, dude, he told us, like, um, he told us one time he saw a dude, like, legitimately die because he was carrying a ladder, and the ladder hit the power line. Oh, no. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, dude, if he didn't tell me that, like, I might actually do that. (laughs) Because, like, we were working on my house, and the power line connects, like, to the top of my Mm -hmm. house. And one day, he was like... I remember he was like, dude, John, like, you know, me and Josh, like, aren't going to be there today. I need you to take off all the shingles and stuff. And I'm, like, scared deathly of heights. But even just carrying around the ladder, like, if you... If you don't know how to do it, it's hard. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. ladders are heavy as tits, but he had one of those wicked long ladders, so it went to the top of my house. And that power line's right there, dude. The whole time, I was just thinking, like, don't hit the fucking power line. <laughs> but, like, if he didn't tell me that, I might have just been, like, lackadaisical and just been like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that dude casually like he's like, Yeah, we're gonna leave you there by yourself today. You're just like casually just like fucking boom, dead on the spot, dude. Your skin burns off. Holy shit. 
your skin burns off. You're you're just gonna be a big black doll, dude. Yeah, imagine be, like, witnessing stuck. that though, dude. <laughs> <laughs> imagine witnessing that, dude. Holy shit! How would that usually be like looking at like you'd be in a casket stuck like this, imagine dude? That? But imagine like imagine like laying down some Scott's turf grow one day and you look over at your neighbor and witness it. <laughs> What'd you do? Oh, Would you dude. go like tap him, make sure he's okay, then you you touch him and Dude, you'd have to fucking check into Shutter Island, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I would never be the same if I saw that, dude. No. We had another we had another job that was all inside. Mm-hmm. Same thing. We had to use another uh we had to use a saw and like cut open the ceiling. And it was like drywall, so all the powder from the drywall was just fucking shooting everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, all right, John, like, you know, you have goggles on. Like, just <laughs> he was like telling me how to do it. He was like, just get out of the way. Like, you don't have to, like, eat it. And I just fucking ate it the whole time. <laughs> and the whole time he was like yelling at me. He's like, dude, fucking stop. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're getting powdered right in the fucking dome. <laughs> and it was so loud, I just kept going. <laughs> Were you up there with your mouth open? <laughs> yeah, I was like fucking, I was eating it like it was cereal, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, I, it's, I I would never be able to do, like, a physically demanding job like that, dude. Yeah, but if you work on a farm, it's different. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, par- it's very uh, basic stuff. Mostly, not it's not all basic, because there's a lot of stuff that looks basic and looks easy, but it's Yeah, like easier milking the others? Oh, yeah, dude. It's probably You got to milk them like this, not like this. Really? No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. The fuck with that, dude. Is that sign language? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure you legit jerk it off. So would you squeeze like the bubble at the top? So like it's like a super soaker, like you squeeze the bubble. Tickle the top. (laughs) So you'd you'd hold it and just do this. (laughs) I wonder if a cow like I wonder if they like actually get upset though. I don't know. Or you think they they just feel like bloated and they're like relieved? I don't know how that works. That's a big it's it's like a big jug of milk though, huh? Yeah. They must feel full. It must feel like a mother with like breast milk. I was about to say, like, how how would they feel if they just <laughs> yeah? Cause if I, they were like, would they like milk themselves and just? Because <clears throat> I know it definitely. It probably hurts when they get milked. Yeah, because I know their their boobs can get raw from a baby just drinking milk. So imagine imagine yeah. someone just like <laughs> ribbing at your nipples. <laughs> Give me some milk. <laughs> yeah, but I could never imagine like you milking a cow though. And then all of a sudden, the cow just gets wicked mad and starts beating the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That'd be a good video, though. (laughs) That would be a good video. Just getting your ass whooped by It's like a a tutorial on how to milk cows. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you can YouTube that and see it. Yeah. I mean, you can find it. I mean, dude, my mom grew up on a farm, so she probably knows. Did she? It'd be like a weird-ass question to ask my mom, Yeah, though. but just because you grew up on a farm doesn't mean you know how to milk a cow. Well, they had animals, dude, so they had to take care of them, obviously. There's so many different kinds of animals you could have a farm of. Yeah, I'll have to ask what kind of animals they had. Mm. It'd be a fucking weird dinner conversation, though. Why? She'd be like, hey, Ma, you ever milk a cow? She's <laughs> like, Hon- honey, have you been outside today? <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Well, this was fun, man. It was fun. It was fun. Thanks for coming, dude. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you.